Good evening, good morning, good day to you, dear listener. It's David Neal from the Music Podcast. How hey, are you? Good, mate. How are you? Oh, I am good, Neil. I'm uh, well, actually a little bit sick because yep. uh, we were at Big Sound last week. Yeah. And um, it fucked me, Neil. It <laughs> in, in a word, me. it fucked me. <laughs> it fucked me in a big way. Yeah. And uh, I'm still recovering. We are it. we are finally back in Sydney, uh, spending the whole week in Brisbane for Big Sound. Um, yeah. yeah, I think I got home on like Friday, slept for like 14 hours straight. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't get to do that. I think I, I slept properly for the first time like Monday night. And yeah. And I just... And being punished yeah. for it now. Well, how did you feel about Big Sound? In, in- I had the best time. Yeah, I had the best time. I um, I first time at Big Sound, and uh, I mean, I think doing like because we were doing literally back to back interviews all day. The three of us in the room, so you, me, and, and our BFF Owen yeah. uh, from Studio Three Hundred One, uh, bringing you quality sound every single podcast. <laughs> uh, but it was it was pretty rough because it was literally like fifteen minute interviews, back to back, pretty much nonstop from like nine ten in the morning through like four or five at night um so that was rough but then you go to the night and it would just be gigs which was just the best mm. so um i loved the the fact that you know just the culture of big sound and, and the way that like i discovered like i've got this playlist that i've made since big sound of like all these artists i hadn't even heard of because you're uh unofficially in love with stella donnelly now right uh look we can say officially <laughs> i'm officially in love with stella donnelly um in she was incredible uh both musically and as a human yeah um but yeah like apart from stella just like a bunch of like acts that i'm now super, yeah. super into so it's um it was a really good way to discover new music yeah because the big sound buzz report um that's kind of been going the whole time and still going today a lot of the acts in the top 10 throughout big sound were kind of we expected that like alex the astronaut you know she's number one um we had a chat to her she was awesome um and her line on the i think the thursday night performance at oh hello went around the corner yeah wow um number two is clowns and they were just announced as a support act for the Foo fighters australian tour yeah cub sport Slutface, polaris your mate stella Katie Baker, like a lot of these acts we, we kind of did expect because there was already a lot of buzz coming into Big Sound. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think a couple of them have since, like yesterday were announced on the plot lineup in Paramount Park in November. I think Stella's on there. There's Hatchie, Sloane Peterson, and these, these were just announced this week because of Big Sound. Well, it's like you do sort of have this feeling, and I guess it's because you're you know, surrounded by so many industry people, which I'm not used to. Like you're, you're in the music industry, I'm just kind of a hanger on 90% of the time. But um, like there is a real sense that a lot of these acts are right about to, you know, quotation marks, blow up. Like, they're mm. right about to, like, have this huge kind of thing happen for them. Um, and then immediately after Big Sound, for so many acts, it does. Mm. Like, I think we were right there um, as clowns was kind of, like, the first sort of rumours had begun to sort of creep out that they yeah. were probably going to be working with the Foo Fighters for their tour. Yeah. Um, and that was like, oh, fuck, like... Like, we didn't get a chance to see them, but at Cole Hill, we were like, oh, I just saw them. Like, Owen like, saw them. Owen saw them. Thumbs like, up right now, yeah. Yeah, like, literally, like, that day, he's like, oh, I just saw them. They're around this new band, Clowns. And yeah. And like, oh, I'm pretty sure they're going to be playing with Foo Fighters. Yeah. And, like, that is just kind of happened over and over and over again, which yeah. is really, really cool. Yeah. Um. So today, call, yeah. it, call it laziness, call it exhaustion. Don't care. We did a lot of interviews during Big Sound. Yeah. Um, so this is kind Too of... Too many to fit all into the, the four podcasts that we did yeah. um, throughout the, the week. So This is kind of a Big Sound buzz bonus, what's a word for special that starts with B? It's like a bonus wrap-up special, really, is what it is. I wanted another B there, so I could just well, make it a the, the, four Bs. The bonus bonanza. 
Big Sound Buzz bonus bonanza. Whoa. That's very exciting. Um, before we get into it, though, Dave, we should mention uh, the signed Fender guitar that we were plugging all week on the podcast. Yeah. Uh, signed by a bunch of the, the 2017 acts like Cub Sport, Polaris, RVG, uh, Ziggy Ramo. There's a lot. Yeah, uh, you can check out, on there as well. Check out Support Act website, supportact.org.au. Um, the auction mm. is on eBay right now. It could be yours. Yeah. And so, like, here's the thing. Like, there's a very good chance that you could score this guitar for less than, like, what you would pay for, like, a, a Fender like this. Yeah. And all the money is going, thanks to Fender being just rad people, mm. um, all the money is going to an awesome cause. If you don't know Support Act, jump on the website, check out what they do, um, because their whole sort of thing is helping out artists and people in the music industry that are going through rough times and... Um, and in all creative industries, there is, I think, a lot of need for that sort of support because yep. there isn't always the support that other industries have. So, um, really rad. Check it out, uh, and you could be playing with the guitar of a future Grammy Award winner um, and or Emmy <laughs> Award winner, perhaps, if they write a song <laughs> for a TV show. Maybe an Oscar. Maybe they get in the movies. Maybe music wasn't for them. Who knows? Yeah. Who knows? <laughs> anyway, this, this, is, is this is the Big Sound bonus stuff. Check it out. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I hope you're ready for it. Uh, we are halfway through <coughs> our Big Sound special, and there's a lot going on. Here's a little piece for you right now. Maddie, Jane, and James. Welcome, guys. Hi. G'day. Welcome to the team. Um, we'll get us up with a very, very important question. Um, and if you don't feel comfortable answering, it's totally fine. No um, Game of Thrones Season 7. Thoughts, feelings, um, oh my hey, God. where are you at? Like, everything happened that I wanted it to happen. Yeah. Um, and Littlefinger. Ooh. Oh, do yeah. like, spoilers? Um, Is look, that a okay, thing? Okay, like, spoiler alert, spoiler alert, spoiler alert. Uh, if you're listening to Game of Thrones, if you haven't watched Game of Thrones Season 7 yet, maybe skip ahead a couple minutes. Um, Just an hour yeah, or so. Yeah. I'm about to <laughs> say, yeah. Littlefinger is dead! Boom! Ooh, oh. And you were, you were wanting that to happen for quite oh, some time. Oh, so long, hey? Yeah. 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 It was um, it was a cathartic moment. Also, a bit of a twist for me. I didn't really see that coming. Yeah, yeah. Like, it was, it was, <laughs> was random. Like, but, oh. it was like, but that's how you had to kill Littlefinger off, hey? Because it was just like, die already. And then it was yeah. like, oh, he's yeah. dead. What? Did you think there was enough death this season? Because I felt there could have been more murders. <laughs> there could have been more, more like, I, I wanted to see some of our favourite characters, you know, dead. Yeah, true. We didn't <laughs> yeah. lose enough favourite characters this no. season. So everyone's too safe now. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. I've got no any... ideas. <laughs> <laughs> I've got no idea what What's you your favourite show? We can talk about that. No, I just don't watch Game of Thrones. That's okay. That's all right. That's fine. I guess we can have to talk about Big Sound then. Yeah, okay. Again. Fine. All right. We're all the way up here. We, we may uh, as well. We were lucky enough to catch you guys at your set on Tuesday night. Tuesday, right? Yeah, Tuesday. Yep. And uh, oh, hello. Congratulations. Awesome set, guys. Cheers so much. Yeah. I appreciate mm. it. How did it, like, I mean, how did it go from your end, being up on stage and seeing all the people at oh, hello? Yeah, stoked. Killing really it. stoked to be able to be a part of that showcase with Unearthed as well. And mm. yeah, man. Who who knew? Mm. Heaps of people in the room. Yeah, stoked with it. Yeah. And we had fun. Yeah. Yeah, rad. I mean, what um obviously, you know, it's a it's a very energetic show. Um for you guys taking up from Tasmania, is this sort of like is it weird jumping into a, a crowd where you may not know the people in the crowd? Like is it is it weird kind of um Yeah, like like that's definitely a thing in your local Hobart show, but yeah. um I've been I've been playing around Australia yeah. for six months now, and I've gotten used to not knowing who's in the audience. Um, but it's really cool because I've been playing around now, and so the nobody's completely like worn I, off now. I have seen a couple of faces that I've seen before at gigs now. So, yeah, like, yeah. 
No, it's cool. How's the uh, the experience going for you so far? Because I mean, the stage you guys were on last night, you know, had Ruby Fields and Stella Donnelly, pretty fucking big names. I mean, like, are there acts that you guys have got your eyes on? Um, oh yeah, so many. Like, I'm. I'd like to think I'm pretty up with who's doing what, and like everyone's working really hard. Who's on the mm-hmm. on the list here? Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, no, stoked to be a part of yeah such a huge lineup, mm. and uh, you could go on a huge list of yeah everyone is playing, but. My favourite, Wax. Just Wax. Yeah? All the way. Yeah. yeah. Fucking love Wax. I think we had someone earlier this morning said Wax as well. They're just, yeah. they're so solid. Yeah. yeah. He's, yeah. They're, not, they're, not, they're not on my list yet. I need to get them on the list. Yeah. I need to put see them, them on the list, right? Get now. them on the list <laughs> right now. Stop. <laughs> put, them, put them right on the list. But you guys have, you have two more gigs uh, before you go away uh, to, well, you leave, back to Sydney for, what are you doing back in Sydney? I'm going to record a new single and an EP. <laughs> hey. hey. Can we say when the EP's due out? Uh, by the end of the year. That'll How's do. That? <laughs> Close that? enough. Yeah. Exclusive. Yeah. Right here on the music podcast <laughs> with David Neal. Um, but tell us about that process. So um, how long are you going to be spending in Sydney getting that done? So we've got three days, basically. Um, yep. We're going to just try and yeah, smash out the new single and see what we can get done of the rest of the EP and get that new single out for everyone and, yeah, potter on the EP until yeah. it's good and ready. Yeah, I mean, you're, you're actually about to perform uh, for the podcast. Uh, it'll be on the socials a bit later today. Um, yeah, I mean, this is obviously an awesome taste of what to expect in the EP, right? Well, yeah, this uh, play No Other Way, the single that we released um, mm. this year. And it's been smashing it around the traps. Yeah, I mean, Unearthed got around it and Triple J got around mm. it again. I was, mm. Yeah, uh, super stoked. Um, so, yeah, that's our super Tasmanian song too. <laughs> and we can imagine that there's going to be a tour following the EP release? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Good. So a lot to look forward to. Well, tell us about, so you've got two more gigs before you guys leave. Um, what can we expect? I mean, obviously Neil and I have seen you, but what's the elevator pitch for people that, you know, maybe have heard the tracks on, on Triple J are going, oh, should I go? We've got all these, all these amazing gigs to see. Why should they head off to, uh, to see Maddie Jane? Um... Because I do have more than two songs. Yeah. Bang. Right. Mm. Check them out. Ideal. You get a little taste on Triple J. <laughs> Come for the full package. For the full I meal. got a whole six to play for <laughs> you. Boom, boom, boom. <laughs> That's good. I like that. So being from Tasmania, I mean, how is... Obviously, everyone's talking about this goddamn hot weather outside. Is, is that good for you guys? Is that... Does that suck? Like you, a day is it hell or is this like a new paradise? No, this is, this is great. Um, yeah, yeah James. Like, this is James's first time in mm. Queensland. Killing it. Yeah? Yeah. Um, Working on your tan days? Yeah. <laughs> yeah we just spent already... a week in New Caledonia, so I got a little bit of a head start. Oh, yeah? But, um, yeah, no, it's nice, you know? Yeah. T-shirt, shorts. Well, we can tell you from Sydney, um, little exclusive for you, it's nice in Sydney as well. Not well, as hot, but it's nice. Yeah. Hopefully, hopefully it stays pleasant when you guys get down there. Yeah. It's like four degrees yeah, when I left no. Hobart yesterday. Seriously? Ooh. Yeah. Four degrees? That's right. What a world that. you're living in. Yeah. yeah. Luckily, I'm out of Tasmania for the moment, guys. I'm living in Wollongong, so it's been good. It's been yeah. good. Climatized. Are you, are you by the beach down there? Oh, yeah. Yeah, living very close. the dream. It's very good. Good. Mm. Well, guys, thank you so much for coming on the show. No, cheers uh, so much. Best of luck for the next two shows. Cheers so much. Thank cheers. you. Next up at our Big Sound special, day three, RVG. Guys, welcome to the podcast. Thanks for coming on board. Uh, thank, thank you, you very much. Yeah. How's, uh, how's it been so far? How's the, ex- the Big Sound experience uh, treated you? It's been really pleasant. We, we haven't really had to 
do much apart from play gigs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's been and they've been really nice gigs, so <laughs> Yeah. Um too much temptation yeah. to uh, drink in this nice weather. <laughs> yeah. It's like I feel like I'm on a holiday and then like, you know, oh that's right. It's a business <laughs> holiday. Yeah. It is yeah. business. Yeah. Tri- it is yeah, exactly. day three. How much sleep have you not had? Well that's a mm. confusing question. I've had heaps well, of sleep. I've Seriously? Still, I've still not gone to bed at like 10 o'clock every night. It's been great. Yeah. 10 yeah. p.m. every night? Yeah. I've, oh. I got a bit sick um, on the first day. Yeah. And so I was a bit like, I better be really careful. And so I just kind of mm. been relaxing and watching the TV in the room I'm staying at, watching <laughs> Futurama. It's been great. Well, you're forbidden from yeah. going to sleep early tonight. <laughs> yeah. Because you have some important things to do, namely play the bright side. Uh, you guys are kicking off at 11.30. Uh on mm. what kind of feels like closing night of the, of the festival. Like, yeah. So, you know, that's a that's a pretty pretty exciting slot. What have, what have we got yeah. in store? Uh, we got some songs, I think. Yeah. Um, yep. Just play the songs, except we've been playing a few shows since we've been here, so the songs are tighter than when we landed and uh, in <laughs> off the plane, <laughs> um, which is really nice. Really nice. I guess just, you know, kind of. Probably as m- yeah, many as we can fit in, maybe. Mm. Yeah, but just play really fast. No talking. Yeah, <laughs> that's kind of been the vibe. Yeah. Yeah, great. great. Don't, I mean, you're, don't you're, even look at the crowd. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, speaking of your crowd, you're one of uh, the bands, or there are a couple of bands, you know, playing that, you know, you do hear sort of spoken about over and over and over again. And you guys have been one that I've been told oh. by several people uh independently of each other, you have to see RVG. I mean, have you guys uh, been having a chance to sort of chat to the audience after the show? Like, what's the response been like? Um, really good, really good. Um, I think we've been just quite busy and running off and doing our own thing, but, like, we've had some pretty good chats. I think people... I've yeah. had some really lovely chats with people, and it's, like... I don't... Like, it's, it's very strange, because I'm meeting a lot of people from Melbourne that I should have met in Melbourne probably a long time ago. But mm. just because everyone's so lovely here and the weather's nice that you kind of like, everyone's more eager to talk <laughs> and, and be nice to each other. And so it's yep. like, I feel that like, yeah, it's been really nice. Mm. Really, really nice response. Yeah. I, didn't, I didn't kind of, we didn't know what to expect, honestly. Mm. Yeah, it's, everyone's been very, it's very humbling. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of that cool thing about the festival, isn't it? I mean, like Neil and I are seeing a bunch of Sydney bands um, that like have been playing in our hometown for like the last you know, year and a half mm. that we're seeing for the first time here at the festival. Like, it's a good mm. opportunity to actually force you to see these people that you probably should have been seeing and chatting to, yeah. despite the cold Melbourne weather. Um, yeah. Last I couple think it's, years. Apparently it's hailing there right now. Uh, weather update. Someone oh, said it was snowing in Lawn. Oh, my God. I don't want to go back tomorrow. Oh, stay. The plane. <laughs> yeah, I think I might. I think I just might move to Brisbane. It's really nice. The plane here was hectic. Like, just, like, taking up was just so shaky. I was like, oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> this is how it ends. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Has even begun. I mean, I, I do want to talk a lot about RVG, but you you sidetracked all of my questions when you're like, oh yeah, uh, I like made a portaloo for uh, Pearl Jam one time. Just this whole thing. Can you? I, I didn't make me. it. I just, uh, <laughs> you didn't construct the portaloo. <laughs> How did this happen? Did oh, it was only because I, uh, I needed I needed work and, um, yeah. and an excellent just, craftsman. So uh, what was it Soundwave? Yeah, I was doing Soundwave and. Uh, I was just doing a lot of like Pearl Jam setup, like, you know, and on the thing was like <laughs> Crohn's disease needs to be an extra toilet just for this one person. And that was just the story like we were talking about before. And that's my, 
You just I like Pearl Jam because <laughs> I got paid for helping them out. Yeah. <laughs> is, is that, I, I didn't realize like that was like a specific thing. As, like, so I'm assuming then when you worked at Sam, if you it's on their rider. <laughs> really? <laughs> I, I guess salads, so. grapes, extra portaloops, extra portaloops. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, it's fair enough. I feel mean. I'm like bagging that out, but yeah, it's. it's it's not a good thing to have, but yeah, that's my Pearl Jam. Well, that was, that was your, that's your connection with, with, <laughs> yeah, with that's, the Pearl yeah. Jam fame. Yeah, absolutely. I, I yeah. have no Pearl Jam connections. No. no <laughs> have you, have you made connection connections fate. here in Brisbane? Um, with people in general? Mm. Um, yeah, I've, I've met a few people from bands that I really like, which is really nice. I've just kind of chatted to people in general. Yeah. I, haven't, I haven't met really many people outside of artists, but then I don't really have to because we've got a manager so yeah, um, that's their job. and she does all the amazing hard boring tedious stuff <laughs> and we just sort of just yeah chat and drink like you said like having the sun out you know during the day i think like you know makes everything a bit more approachable than like you know at night and I, it's just been like so so great down here. Are there, are, there bands, are there bands that you guys uh, are running around to see or are you kind of just, you know, walking around the streets and hearing something you like and walking inside? Um, there's a few we've got to see today, I think. I yeah. really want to see um, Stella Donnelly and Yeah, everyone's talking show. about Stella, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I played a gig with Stella yeah. um, a couple of days ago back in Melbourne. It mm. was amazing and I'm like really excited to see that. I haven't seen Boat Show yet. Yeah. I yeah, think that's, that's yeah. high on my list. I think I've missed there. out on a lot of stuff that's already passed that I was like, ah, oh, damn it, <laughs> I didn't go because um, I was watching television. <laughs> Future drama was in the way. Yeah, 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 it really was. I can't, I can't just really do it. Excited. I can't watch yeah. the drama anytime. Okay, it's uh, <laughs> got to get in while we've got it. Yeah, I just got earplugs today, and so like, got to give them. Do we know what season of Future drama you're up to? Oh, oh, this is just this is just on television. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> it's all just random, isn't Whatever it? Whatever they're playing. <clears throat> I think it's like season four. So, so beyond big sound, uh, obviously, you know, we're, we're about to finish up the, the festival now. What's, um, what's in store for RVG for the rest of the year? Um, the big one is Meredith. Yeah. we're playing yeah, Meredith. Yeah, yeah. And cool. I think we're all kind of just sort of in stasis until that happens. Mm. Yeah. Um, a lot of it is just sort of writing and sort of working on the next thing. Yeah, um, our relaunch. We're doing a relaunch. Oh, yeah. yes, right. Yeah, we're doing... Sorry, this is important. Um, <laughs> we're, we're re-releasing the album we put out a couple of months ago on um, the Our Golden Friend label, and that's going to be a big thing. So we're going to play some yeah. sh- some shows in what various places. What does the relaunch yeah. look like? It looks like... Um, well, we did a really bad job at putting our album out. We just kind of played a, a launch and made some records, and then that was the, the yeah. extent of what we did. Mm-hmm. And I think it's just with this label we're sort of just doing it but on a much bigger scale and yeah. um making so a, few... a soft launch and now you're having a, a proper launch yeah a lazy launch, lazy <laughs> launch. Yeah. A relaxed launch. um yeah but now we're gonna make some video clips and do all some fancy stuff which will be nice yeah, yeah. so it's the same product with some different stamps in the corner yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Cool. but really good stamps but good great <laughs> stamps, stamps. Well, guys, thank you so much for coming on the show. Uh, very, very excited to see you guys perform tonight at the Bright Side at 11.30. Uh, hope you kill it. I'm sure you Excellent. will. Yeah. Thanks so much. Thanks for having thank us. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thanks, guys. Cheers, guys. Best luck. Moving along with Big Sound Special Day 3 here at Brunswick and Anne. We're joined by Harry and Lewis, the Cactus Channel. <laughs> guys, welcome. Sorry, dude. Hey, Harry. Hey, me. 
How you all doing? Hey, you. Good. We're good. That was the best. Thanks for chatting to yourself and just excluding us from the conversation. That's fine. We're Actually, honestly, that's, they're the podcast I like the most. So I can just, I've got my laptop here. I'll just crack open Netflix yeah. and uh, <laughs> let you guys have a time. Yeah. How's, uh, how's Big Sound going for you guys? It's good. We've been having a, I don't know, we've been having a pretty lovely time. It's funny. You, yeah. It's, there's all our friends are here. We got an Airbnb West End near Volta Street. It's popping. Yeah, mm-hmm. we're getting that um, the King of Lebanon. He's making some serious falafels. The bean sprouts in there like nothing else. Yeah, uh, you get you pay one dollar more. You get the you fire get hummus. hummus. <laughs> the chili is out of control. They're not messing yeah. with no chili sauce. Has he asked it's just you to just give a quick chili. plug for his shop? No, it's no, just no, such, it's, it's, this is from your heart. Such yeah. good Pure falafels. Promo. I wouldn't I wouldn't dare do an interview and not mention them. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. you got the curry down the road. You got the coffee across the road. You got Philip's Barbershop across the road from that. You got Jet Black Cat Records. West End yeah. is going off. We're here in Brunswick Street, Brunswick and Anne right now. We're going to be drinking because we love Brunswick and Anne. We want to support the local economy and stimulate, stimulate, stimulate. Jobs. And so, yeah, we're having a great big sound. The music, fire publication, fire podcasts. The Cactus Channel Black Bear Lodge, 9.40 tonight. You Thank you so much. Need, Boom. You need to be an MC. That was like the chillest interview we've ever done. Um, I think we can call <laughs> it right there. Just wrapped everything up. In that was great. That was all the things we wanted to talk about <laughs> in one easily digestible, um, smooth as fuck uh, package. Oh, good. Thank you. <laughs> what on H- H- Henry, Harry? I'll go with both. Yep. I'll take both. I'll take Harry Henry. <laughs> You guys have um, been on tour with City Calm Down. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. How's that going? You've got, obviously, the big sound is separate to the tour, right? You guys haven't been with them here. No. We're here next week with them. Sure. So, they, yeah. I don't know. We have to come back here, which is great. We get to, we get to come, come back, back here. Back. We're privileged <laughs> to come back to yeah. Brisbane. Yeah. Just gave a little, Brisbane a little taste with big sound. Yeah. And now they get to get the whole, whole package. Yeah, the whole less, more than 30 minutes and quick changeover vibe. It's good. Yeah. But, yeah, no, it's been really fun. Played in Melbourne, played in Adelaide. Um, that's all. Perth. Yeah. Haven't been to Perth in Dude, ages. Perth. Mm. Perth is crazy. Yeah. I reckon there's something that happens when you're like that far away from a lot yeah. of things. Yeah. Well, I mean, enjoy it while, while it lasts because they want out. Um, they're, they're moments away from seceding. So um, <laughs> we'll see how that plays <laughs> out. Hey, you hear about that? Currency? Getting well, I don't know, I don't know how, they, how they're going to do it, but, um, but they're, they're talking about it. Wow. Um, wow. They want out of the Commonwealth. For the um, so. for, for the most part, a, a big sound is a lot for emerging acts, guys who are trying to, to get themselves out there. Cactus Channel has been around for a while now, and you guys have a pretty established oh. fan base. Have, but, but still emerging, <laughs> slow and slow and steady. Have, have the have the big sound performances been any different to, to say just a standard headline show that you guys would do? Yeah, they've been they've been well. We've only we've played one mm. um, a couple of nights ago. The crowd was yeah, it was really. It's really hectic how, like, yeah, you get people filing in and then, like, as soon as you play your last note and you walk off stage, there's, like, two people in the room because mm. they've yeah, gone to see something to else. See like, something you else. really feel like you're, yeah, there's people shopping. But it was good that there were a lot of people, like, shopping and seeing us. Yeah, <laughs> so that was nice. I don't know. Yeah, it's a lot different. It's, it's a lot. I keep saying it's, like, it's just the raw version of ourselves when mm. we just get asked to go and not mm. be finicky about, like how everything's sounding on stage. And I think we kind of did it all right. It was good I think we did it good. In. I yeah. think it was real fun with the Empire Hotel. Yeah. It'll um, be even better tonight, I reckon. Oh, it'll be mm. super tonight. Yeah. How are you how are you guys prepping for tonight? Um what are the what's the the routine pre-gig? Um I'm going to go home, going to heat up that Aldi lentil soup. Good. That I bought. This is the one rock stuff. Good. There's uh, an SPC there's an SC, uh, SPC bean spot. 
Uh, okay. Near the water, so I got me some SPC jalapeno and sriracha beans. I'm gonna be Good. eating them. Nice. Gotta get your fiber um, up before you gig. Yeah, always <laughs> say. Most def. Um, yeah, I don't know. Staying out of the sun, to be honest. Look, it's taking it's taking its toll. I'm really enjoying it, but it's I feel its toll. like okay. I want to pitch something to you, Neil, right now. Mm. Um, we heard the intro yep. to this uh, podcast segment. Yep. You killed it. it was great. Um, we've spent this entire day out of the sun in the cave. Maybe a little swapsy situation. Yeah. Uh, uh, you guys do the next couple interviews. We'll go... Uh, just socialise and just see people. Just socialise in the sun. What feels like um, you're mm-hmm. welcome to bring the beans down here with you. Oh, um, I already got them. They're already down here. Great. <laughs> done. Cool. Sorted. Thoughts on the pitch. <laughs> I guess Neil first. You, you Love do it. it. Yeah. Great. Guys, uh, open to it. Fantastic. I... Do you want to be Dave or Neil? Who you... you... Uh... What do you want to be, Dave O'Neill? You want a little? I'll be Dave O'Neill. Okay, cool. That's the second time someone made that joke. And like, who's a Dave O'Neill? What's it's, a Dave O'Neill? It's yep. The joke is screaming. It's just <laughs> it's there. Tubs. Um, it's top joke. Look, I you know I work in a basement anyway, yeah. so I'm kind yeah. of used to this um, lack of vitamin D. Yeah. yeah. Um, it feels really nice down here. Thank you to the Brunswick and Anne for having us. Thank you. And on that note, uh, thank you for coming and joining us on the podcast, guys. And best of luck for the um, for the gig tonight. Hope uh, hope it all goes amazingly. Thank An absolute you. pleasure. Thanks for having us. Thanks for having us. I hope you guys have a great time here. Next guest here on the music podcast with Dave and Neil is Ziggy Ramo. Ziggy, thanks so much for coming by, man. Thank you so much for having me, Dave and Neil. You just walked us through the beautiful history of your name um, that we're not going to ask you to repeat. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but let's just say, dear audience, that Neil and I... What a story. What a story. Yeah. If you were here, you would have loved it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, had, you had to be here. Yeah. Like, yeah. you wouldn't get it. It's a festival thing. Yeah. It's, yeah. Like, a, it's like a podcast <laughs> thing yeah. that you had to be here for. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, sorry about that, dear listener. But, yeah. um... I mean, I I really pride myself on exclusivity. Mm, yeah, I'm not about being inclusive. Mm, you know? Yeah, I mean, it's not my thing. Who inclusivity needs it? is for for plebs. Yeah, and, uh, yeah, yeah. You're not one of those. <laughs> no, no. I'm pretty sure it's a direct quote. Uh, I'm pretty sure Martin Luther said, "Yeah, inclusivity is for plebs." Mm. Yeah. yeah, no, that's right. That's or no, it might have been Gandhi actually. I think. Yeah. yeah, I think it was both. I think Gandhi said it, and then I think um, <laughs> Martin MLK, Luther, yeah. yeah, was just like, "Well, that's good. I'll take that. Yeah. I'll use that." Because he was known for a lot of just taking stuff yeah. from other, oh, other people massively, mm. massively. Yeah. and that. Like, like well, that's, that's one thing I take from Martin. Yeah, I mean everything I say, I basically just steal. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I just a word thief. Yeah, I mean, I just what do they say? Like, uh, smart people copy, geniuses steal. Yeah. Yep. I'm not trying to say I'm a genius. I'm not trying to say I'm a genius. But I did come up with that that say, so uh, I kind of am. (laughs) That's my favorite thing to do. No, I'm pretty sure they say, and then I'll just make something up. Yeah, they say it's me. um, It's awesome to have you in Brisbane, in Big Sound. Um, You played on Tuesday night. You've got two shows tonight. Um, We'll get to that in a second, but um, I don't think this is probably the first guest we've had on the show, or uh, I guess band or artist we've had who's also done a panel you did a panel yesterday yeah um, I was yeah. privileged to do the panel called Colour Coded mm. um, yeah. I was on there with three amazing like MC Rhiannon and three, two other amazing speakers it was it was a really like special moment I always feel um, pretty dumbfounded when my voice gets to be put next to some really profound Voices. Thank like, you so much, man. I really appreciate that. Yeah. Right, yeah. right here is is what I'm talking <laughs> about. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, but tell us about the the actual panel itself. Like, I mean, what was the the conversation that you guys were getting to have? Ah, uh, so we were kind of talking about like categorization within music and our thoughts on that. Mm. And and I think the the things that you're gonna face 
as an Indigenous artist or as an artist of colour and, and what comes along with that. Um, and it was, it was a, I think it was, it was a very special moment to, to be able to sit and just listen to... Mm. Yeah. And I think our MC was so amazing at, at being very aware of the room and, and reading what people were kind of anticipating and, and thinking because mm. it meant that she didn't have to necessarily have a Q&A, mm. like, but the whole audience was engaged and it didn't put anyone on the spot to be like, oh, I got to think of a question but yeah. now I'm nervous and yeah. now I don't know how to say it like she just kept it flowing so amazingly and it just like fostered such an in- incredible um discussion yeah it was it was honestly a privilege to be a part of we um we reported on that actual uh, panel you can go to themusic.com.au to check out the full story now, one of the points I saw in that um which was really interesting it said that one of the main points from the panel was that we need to abolish the term world music mm. What are your thoughts on that? Yeah, I think one of the best lines from yesterday was like, the only reason we should have world music is if we discover there's another another planet. Mm. Yeah. Because <laughs> like it's like, what? Like only black people play world music? Yeah. Like, mm. oh, we're having a festival. We need to get black people on there. Let's put yeah. them on the world stage. Yeah, yeah. As the noble savages. Yeah. yeah. Let's have a stage that we could look back on people who are less, less, uh, less, civilized than us Mm. it's just like it's crazy like what is world music like that's yeah yeah i'm honestly trying like i I, when i think of world music i think like the 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 background music you would hear like at a like a a, like a a beauty salon like the you know your your eyebrows and your nails like the the nice lake music is that world music there's a a laziness (laughs) i think there's definitely a laziness to that title hey Um, and 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 it forces uh it creates this sort of yeah this sort of binary between what is civilized yeah. music and and the other mm. uh, and the music Massively. of the other. I mean, like yeah. Edward um, Edward Sahib, who wrote Orientalism, that kind of described the mechanism of othering the mm. the West implementing it in the East. I mean, it's it's straight othering because it's like if you put the other and accept that they're inherently wrong. Mm. You never have to justify the self's actions because mm. if the other is inherently wrong, by default, you are correct. And, and we need to be delusioned mm. uh, to, to go along with what the hell is going on yeah. in this world. Yeah. Um, it's like Christopher Columbus, his, his like dying words. It's a really interesting read. I would I'd very much encourage people to have a look at his dying manifesto because he talks about how African-American slaves needed less sleep and how they needed less food and how they were less intelligent. And it's like, it's so funny that one of the quote-unquote most educated men in the world at that time... Could talk such fucking mm, dribble. Not even the fact that he was talking dribble, but if you dig deeper and you're like, so why was he talking Mm. dribble, right? So you look at like the grave, the mass gravesites of African-American slaves uh, that have been discovered and they have lacerations on their bones where muscles have disattached from their bones. Mm. This hasn't happened for hundreds of years because no one is forced to work that hard mm. and no yeah. one is that malnourished. And when you talk, when he talks about they need less sleep, when were slaves forced to work? Not only in America, but in Australia, everywhere. It was sun up to sun down. So... Mm. You know, there's certain places in America where the sun is 
only down for a few hours. So mm. he needed to justify putting people, not people, less intelligent people, yeah. people who didn't need sleep, mm. people who could work hard and were like equipped to die early because he couldn't accept the fact that, oh, actually it's a product of what I've done. Yeah. Mm. Rather than saying this is what we've done to other humans, it's, it's, this is the life expectancy of this other species. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And that's like, I think one thing, even in today, if you look at today's politics, we're, we're so set on fostering um, separation and division through fear of difference. But I mean, I think the most beautiful thing in this world is difference because that's where you grow. That's where you learn. Like you don't develop as a person by surrounding yourself with the same people mm, yeah. and the same ideas. It's like I always, you know, I, I'm, when I talk to my management and my team and everything, I'm like, get me in front of people who disagree with me. <laughs> like I yeah. don't want to go and talk to people who think the same shit as me because mm. like, man, I don't need to convince those people. Like They're on board. Choir. Exactly, exactly. Mm. So it's like we just got to do a regional WA tour, which was like one of my favorite things we ever did. Like we went out to Kalgoorlie and we wore these, like the venue told us, don't you fucking dare wear those Justice for Elijah shirts because people are going to hate that shit. Like, yeah. And like we got up there, wore the shirts and performed and people realized that it was from a place of love because mm. yeah. we were wanting to make sure that his memory was of love. Like, and the fact that people were not going to sit there and just accept that, oh, that's really shit. Like, mm. no, we can actively let his spirit live on through love. And like the venue basically were like, <laughs> but then we got to get in front of these yeah. people who have been like, very much disenfranchised by the media. It's pretty much been painted if you were white in Kalgoorlie, you are trying to kill kids. And I mean, not saying that that didn't happen, but you can't paint everyone by the same paintbrush. So for us to get up there and and perform like ceremony of healing, Mm, like that is so much more important to me than like, not so much more important because don't get me wrong, like I need to also spend time at a grassroots level with people who think alike but are stuck in this cycle of, you know, cross-generational trauma yeah. and, and substance abuse and everything. I'm not saying that that needs to be neglected, but in terms of my platform with music, mm. like I'm trying to be their voice because in Australia there's this really interesting situation as a person who is oppressed, whether that's um, gender equality, marriage equality, race, you are either too poor and too uneducated for anyone to listen to you or you become too rich and too successful for people to think that you still go through shit. Mm. So like for me, I'm trying to stay connected so heavily with my grassroots and, and act not speaking on behalf but just having a voice that people can relate to because I always would say, you know, I'm, I'm never wanting to speak on behalf of people. I'm only speaking on my experience. And I did this talk um, at the Vivid Festival earlier this year and this elder came up to me and afterwards she was like, thank you so much. And I was like, thank you so much. You know, I don't get this opportunity without the sacrifices that you guys all laid down. Mm. But she was like, I know you said you'd never want to speak on behalf of people, but you do also have to understand that you're in a position that people listen to you. Mm. And so many people aren't there. Like, 
you've got so many disenfranchised, oppressed people who don't have a voice. So, I mean, the fact that I'm sitting right now in front of a microphone and you guys are letting me just talk and talk and talk and talk and talk and talk and talk, <laughs> and talk, and talk like yeah. fucking motor mouth over here. <laughs> but, I mean, it's because I get so passionate because yeah. I know I've got ears yeah. and I've got ears of people who might not necessarily agree with what I have to say, but I'm coming from a place of love, you know, yeah. like... I'm such a big believer that you have to be willing to give love to get love. Like, how can I come from a place of hatred, you know, not saying that I, this is the reality. This is where we're at. No matter how much I want to swing my fist and wave my magic wand, get my fairy godmother to make this shit go away. It's not. This is our reality. So I can either be bitter and hold this toxicness or I can have that still anger, tap into it, remind me why I'm here. And then engage in love mm. and express love because that's, that's how you make sustainable change. And is that like having that conversation going down that route of, of love rather than, um, you know, that sort of politicized ang- anger perhaps, do you think that that's more successful in getting audiences, particularly uh, maybe white audiences to interrogate? See, I think situation? it's a holistic approach. Sure. So like I think there's this really interesting thing where people are like, like, is it better to do it for white audience, more palatable and in a nice way? But it's like, mm. I never think about for the audience. Yeah. I'm thinking about for my people, you know, and my people are indigenous and non-indigenous. Like my people are the beings of this world. My mum non-indigenous, my dad's indigenous. So, you know, there's an indigenous proverb that speaks of leaving the space you occupy better than you found it. Mm. So for me, that's everything that I'm trying to do. I'm trying to leave this better for you know the indigenous culture speaks of human beings being the gatekeepers between spirits and the beings of this planet and we have the capacity to guide and look after this world in a sustainable manner so it's like that's what i'm trying to do for everyone so when i like when i talk about coming from a place of love that's because I see myself as a gatekeeper of, mm. of promoting sustainability and love. It's not because I'm not angry. Yeah. Like I am infuriated with where we're at. I think it's disgusting. Mm. But at the end of the day, when I think about, do I want more indigenous kids to just become a statistic? And it's not even about indigenous mm. kids, kids like get the, get rid of race. Mm. Like, do I want a group of kids to be locked up? more frequently than they are finishing high school? Do I want kids to be taking their lies? Do I, do I want people to be part of cross-generational trauma? Like, it's not Indigenous, non-Indigenous, it's human beings. Like, yeah. mm. And I don't want that to happen. So how can I use my capacity as who I am and, and my role? And my role is to give love, man. I'm, mm. yeah. I love people. Like, at the end of the day, that's what drives me. Like, I've... Mm. I spent a long time coming from a place of hatred. And for me, it wasn't sustainable. For some people, that's what they need to do. And that's their role. And it's so important because sustainable change is holistic. You know, like I can't just be going around saying, everyone's got to talk like me. Everyone's got to love like me. Everyone's got to love how they love, you know. And if that's for them talking stern not backing down, doing their thing. If that's what that if that's what gets them to sleep at night, then that's what they have to do. Because we as individuals have to live with ourselves mm. every day. Mm. You know? And it's like I ask myself 
how can I do that? And this is how, you yeah. know, it's yeah. none of like, I'm not signed to a label. I don't have, all I have is family around me, you know, and this is not a product of Ziggy. You should be political because that's what's really hot at the mm. moment. You should grow your hair out because it's cool. Mm. Yeah. It's ethnic. Like, this is just who I am. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not like, this is not an act and it's not, I mean, it's draining to have to like tap into this <laughs> mm. each day and bring it up in like 30 minute segments and give you myself. But the reason why I do it is because I have an amazing team around me who love and support me and it allows me to just give you who I am because then I know when I go back, when I'm with my publicist, he's sitting over there, Janelle, when I'm with my manager, Matt, when I'm with my band, I don't have to say any of this shit yeah, because yeah. they know who I am. Yeah. Like I can just be, I can you be present. You use the microphone when you have it. Exactly, yeah. Yeah. exactly. I mean, I feel so sorry you guys are just sitting there like, <laughs> no, yo, and, why and we and honestly, got honestly, dude, like <laughs> we, we really appreciate you come on, coming on and, um, you know, I think, you know, you are an incredibly important voice and um, we want to put microphones in, in front of that. So, so thank you so much for coming on the show, man. And um, before we let you go, though, you've got some gigs coming up. We yes. need to have a chat about. So you've got, you're obviously uh, doubling up tonight. You're at Rick's uh, Big Backyard twice. Yes. First off for uh, the party, kicking off at five. Which, and can then, I just say? Yeah. Like, I grew up listening to Charcoal Lane, but Archie yep. Roach, like, that shit was Bible to me. <laughs> like, the fact that we're getting to do a party with him is just like... <laughs> I, like, I'm always like I always feel like this shit is like the Truman Show, and, and, and like one day yeah. someone's gonna be like we're all elaborate actors, yeah, and, and trying to fuck up. One day's gonna up. be like motherfucker, <laughs> you're dumb. How dare you believe people are gonna let you talk your shit and play your music? Like what the fuck? Come on, man, yeah. this is crazy. Well, it's it's very very real, and uh, if if they can catch uh, people can catch you at Riggs Big Backyard either for the five o'clock party today or at nine fifty. You're doing a set, uh, same venue, mate. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank you so much for having and, me. Um, Genuinely appreciate it. Best luck with everything. Thank you. Cheers. Well, that's us for this week, guys. Uh, hope you enjoyed those interviews. We sure enjoyed chatting to their faces. Uh, a big thanks before we wrap up this week, Neil, uh, to our sponsors for that week who made the Big Sound uh, bonanza possible. Mm. Uh, of course, Doc Martens, who kept our feet comfortable and warm and well shod uh, yep. for the entire week and decked out a bunch of lucky band members as well. Yeah, there's a lot of highlight packages on themusic.com.au that you can check out yeah. from all four days. Yeah. And it's Sun, yeah. very Doc Martens are very well represented in yeah. those videos. Yeah. So check <laughs> yeah. them out if you want to see both some shoes and some snippets of live music. Also Fender as well. Um, mm. Again, as we mentioned at the start of the show, they are auctioning a guitar signed by a ton of the Big Sound 2017 acts. Totally. Uh, check out the Support Act website uh, to bid. It could be yours. And of course, thank you to our pals at 301. We are back in their lovely studio today in yeah. uh, beautiful Sydney, Australia. So yeah. thanks, guys. Thanks, Owen. <laughs> well thank you guys uh, we will be back next week with a whole new episode uh, with a whole new guest with whole new things that we'll say to your ear holes uh, so make sure you tune in for that see you then <laughs>